Hello, Aquarius friends. This is Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Aquarius February 2024 astrology horoscope forecast. This is for you if Aquarius is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Aquarius placement you're listening for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Aquarius friend, so birthdays around February 15th through the rest of the sign, or degrees around 23 degrees of Aquarius through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Pisces report, as you very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. I'm calling the theme of this month for Aquarius, rare Aquarian alignment brings unique opportunities. And we have a lot to talk about. The wild, the wacky, the weird, the eccentric, everything Aquarian is going on this month. We've got aspects with Uranus, which is your ruler. We've got your birthdays, um, many of you. We've got all of these planets going into Aquarius. So if you're in the podcast version and you want to see me working on the chart, you can come on over to Annie Botticelli YouTube. If you don't want to see me working on the chart, there is a podcast version of this available. I am going to put the chart in the thumbnail for the podcast viewers um, so that at least you can have a visual reference of what the chart looks like. But if you want to see me drawing on it, you I'm doing that on YouTube. Okay, so the sun will be in Aquarius. Pluto is back in Aquarius. The new moon will be in Aquarius. After the beginning part of the month, Mercury, Mars, and Venus will all be in Aquarius. So this is a very rare lineup. And... It's a very, um, it brings a lot of unusual opportunities, okay? So we're going to list different levels of opportunities that may come in for you based on all of these different layers, okay? Everything in astrology, life is layers. Everything in astrology is layers. So we're going to go deep into these um, possibilities for you, okay? So first of all, the planet brings potentials and the sign brings potentials, Okay, so Venus going into your sign means Venus is going to cross over your placement and Venus rules love and relationships and finances and money, how you are with money, how you spend money, and you might have unique opportunities this month to spend money on. And because all of the planets, let's just jump over here for something important, every single planet we follow in Western astrology is going to be direct in February. This starts the last few days of January that not only all we're out of the personal planet retrogrades. So um, Venus, Mercury, and Mars are the personal planets, the ones closer to us that can go retrograde. They will all not only be direct, but they'll be out of any shadow periods of retrograde. So really, really moving forward. This is a time to build your new nests or, or what you call it? How do I use the analogy? My spiders, right? This is a time to weave your new webs, to go far and wide, to make things happen, to take action. And things can race forward at a surprising pace. So that's when the personal planets are um, retrograde and out of shadow. But now add to this the very unusual, unique alignment of all the planets going direct, including the outer planets. And this is just like a powerhouse of forward movement, opportunity, clarity, and catching up with things. If you feel like you've been behind on certain things in your life, you can catch up in a really short amount of time. Okay. So all of that is happening 
And now we can look at some layers of what kinds of things you can take action on or opportunities that may come. So some of them could be financial. Some of them can be love. If you're looking for new love, amazing time for that. If you're looking to expand your current relationship, amazing time for that. If you're looking to have oomph, ambition, action oriented, you know, um, oomph, Mars is great for that. Mercury, news, information, studying, learning, teaching. Very exciting. Great for that. Pluto, transformation, birth, death, rebirth, the phoenix rising from the ashes. This is an amazing time to rebuild your life. If you've been going through things that have been difficult for you and this Aquarius, um, you know, Pluto and Aquarius energy has been bringing, you know, just the crumbling of some aspects of your life that have been very dear to you, this can be a time to rebuild. The sun brings warmth and elucidation and um, clarity. So you've got all of that energy and it's manifesting through the energy of Aquarius. So let's understand the energy of Aquarius more to help you understand some of these unique opportunities that will come from this rare Aquarius alignment. Okay, so the 11th house or the sign of Aquarius, this energy has to do with big ideas being ignited into tangible realities. Okay. So this is like the power of the group basically and teamwork. So teamwork, the group technology. So bringing your dreams to life through social connections, bringing your biggest vision to fruition through networking or powering up with other people, bringing your gifts into the world through the power of a group. Like, so imagine a bunch of people singing together rather than a soloist, okay? But you can still have your chance to shine. You're just shining through the group and the group is helping to bring you um, into this. Now, it could be you being part of a group. It could be you being the leader of a group. All of this energy is just catapulted into um, fruition at this time. Now, because each sign rules different areas of the body, you may notice that some medical or other topics come up with calves. You, that part of your body is ruled by Aquarius, but Aquarius also rules the connectivity in the body. So the lymphatic system is co-ruled by Aquarius. You know, your circulatory system is co-ruled by Aquarius. Anything that gets other things to other places is ruled by Aquarius. And so you may have some medical things come up, or you may want to take action on detoxing or clearing out um, or helping synapses to fire, basically just things connecting within your body and things connecting with you and other people. There's a uniqueness to Aquarius energy that, of course, you as an Aquarius will know, right? There's a strangeness, an eccentricness, a different way of doing things. I am around a little Aquarius all the time, and it's always interesting to see how differently. Sometimes people with Aquarius placements see things and do things. And, you know, that's not always been supported for you, I'm sure, but this is a new chance for doing things your way, doing things in the way that makes sense to you. If you happen to see a woodpecker, this would only reiterate this. If you um, are not familiar with Ted Andrews' work, he's an amazing um, seer. He was an amazing, he's still working even though he's not in his body anymore, but he connects the energy of messages from the universe with animals. Synchronicity is the language of spirit. And sometimes things that happen will speak to us of our path to confirm things to us that we're wondering, help direct us. 
And the woodpecker always reminds me of the Aquarius energy because Ted Andrews says it represents doing things in your own unique rhythm. Okay, so you might be starting a new rhythm for you, or you might be asserting your unique rhythm out into the world. But either way, all of this is super supported now because not only is this Aquarius energy blooming beautifully, all of that's going to happen in your first house, your first house of health, wellness, um, your physical body in all regards, your sacred body temple, the first impression that you make, how you take um, action on things, how you initiate things. Mars is the ruler of the first house. So everything Mars related, action, initiation, starting, inspiring, um, you know, it's a very, very fiery energy. So the Aquarius energy is going into a fire house and these are elements that work very well together. So they feed each other, they expand each other. Things can spin very much out of control at this time because the energies are so supportive for action that it can get overwhelming. So as all of these Aquarius energies move into this, over this first house cusp, this first house cusp of the chart is a very important place. The first house is where we individuate. Basically, the 12th house is the cosmic soup. It's where everything is one. And as we cross that line from the 12th house to the first house, it is the place where things spring from the um, the cosmic soup into individuation, into uniqueness. So it springs from the ideas, from the feelings and the emotions into action. So this is a very action-oriented time in general for everyone in the Zodiac, but there's a special level of action-orientedness for Aquarius because all of these um, planets as they move into Aquarius or already are in Aquarius are accentuating this first house that is ruled by Mars, which rules action, which is a firehouse. Okay, so all of this has to see or, or shows us how you want to be seen in the world, how you are seen in the world what people think when they first see you, you know, um, how you want to present yourself, what kind of work, you know, you want to do or how you want to be known. All of this is fully accentuated now. And there's going to be an Aquarius tilt to it because it's the, the weird, the wonderful, the exciting, the unique, the ruled by Uranus. Okay. This is an important thing to know. The energies of the signs get flavored by several different layers. And one of those layers is from the planet that rules the sign. So Uranus is the planet of surprises. It's the lightning strike of things that come randomly, come suddenly, genius ideas. All right. So all of this is the energy of this month. And you will see this, um, you know, really coming up in a big way. All right. So let's talk, let's go to our list. So we talked about the Aquarius alignments. Also in the first house, are things that you can become obsessed with. Mars definitely is one of the rules of obsession. So you might find that you something that you're doing, you're getting nuts with it. And there is so much room to do that because it's such forward moving energy that you really can progress in whatever you're obsessed with in a really big way. This is also cardinal energy. As it crosses over, the energy crosses over this first house, it's entering the energy of, of Aries house. Okay. So it's Aquarius sign, but it's the Aries house. And this is a cardinal sign. So this is basically a new beginning. This is an initiation. This is a crossroads energy. And you'll be feeling that, you know, in a really big way. 
you might get really distracted and get really scattered. Um, but you'll definitely be full of ideas and inspiration. And this can be very supportive, um, to everything, everything that we've talked about so far and anything that I haven't thought of yet, you know, can be initiated. Okay, so let's talk about birthdays. Happy birthday for our Aquarius friends who are February born and also for our January born Aquarius friends. Um, because I always post these early, so you may be listening to this early. So your birthday is a time when the universe is exceptionally receptive to your wishes. Okay, that's what birthday wishes are about. The sun in the chart which rules birthdays, right? A solar return is when the sun gets back to the same place in your chart that it was when you were born. The sun represents desire. It's so things you want. It's the things you wish for, and it's the will to create them happening. So wishes, asking for the universe to help you with something. Intentions, telling the universe you are committed to something. All of those are fully supported at this time. And even though, and so if you're an Aquarius placement that, and it's not your birthday, you don't really get as much the wish element of it that you get at birthday time, but what you do really get very strongly is the intention element, the will element. So as the sun crosses your Aquarius placement, whatever it is, it activates your will and your desire and your capacity to make the things happen in your life. And that's true for all Aquarius placements, okay? You feeling like you can take the bull by the horns and just charge forward with the things that matter to you. Also having clarity about what those things are. So it's very exciting. So make your wishes, say them out loud, feel them as if they've already come true. These are the methods for manifesting with your birthday. Very quick, important note, in the weeks before your birthday, the and you can see it here in the chart, um, Look at the 12th house, the 12th. If you're looking for the house numbers, whether you're on the podcast or on YouTube in the inner wheel of that chart that I posted, you'll see one through 12. Those denote the houses. Okay. So there are 12 houses. They correspond with the 12 signs. The pie piece that is next to that, that 12 in the yellow bar that shows the 12th house. So right from the beginning, as the planets are in Capricorn, Venus, Mars, Mercury, before they move into Aquarius, you can see that there's a very crowded 12th house. And the later you are in the Aquarius sign, the longer you will have a full 12th house this month. Okay. If you are early in the Aquarius sign, you would have had more of your full house in the, uh, in January. Okay. Because the 12th house gets full before the first house gets full and it moves that way. 12th house is the idea of, or, or the, the realm of feelings. It's also the realm of fears and addictions. And sometimes people get anxious in the weeks before their birthday or the weeks before the sun crosses over your Aquarius placement. So if you get more anxious, if you get more whacked out, this is why. I'm a huge advocate for instead of self-medicating at this time, as some people say they like to quote, start their birthday celebrations early. I also used to do this, um, you know, in the days when I used to drink a lot, I did not know that I got more anxious in the time before my birthday because of this 12th house fullness. And I would get anxious like everybody else does. And I would drink. So, um, that's been 20 years now since I've stopped drinking and I've seen so many other ways that you can use this in, in a ways that can be productive. So I'm not judging. I'm just presenting inviting and basically inviting you to use this 12,000 energy to conquer your fears, to be your savior of yourself, you know, to be your own hero and heal whatever it is that's kind of rumping and bumping around under the surface that's causing trouble for you. And you have that beautiful opportunity now. 
Okay, so something else we have to talk about is eclipse season. All right, talked about the alignment, the planets going direct, the birthdays. Eclipse season is here. This is a very big deal because we've been out of eclipse season. Gosh, we needed the break from that. Super intense fall of 2023 or spring for you all down under. We've had a couple of months of break in between the storylines of the Aries, Aries Libra um, eclipse cycle. And now it's revving up. Okay, so I'll give you the eclipse info here. Actually, before I give you the eclipse info, I realized that I did not give you the dates for the open period. Okay, so the personal planets will be open and free from January 21st through March 20th. That is your window for making the important life steps, the big decisions, the launches, the planning, the strategizing, the commitments, the general clarity. Um, Later in the year, we're going to have Mars retrograde and it's going to be very blocked up. So you want to use this window very well. Okay, now the eclipse cycle. Oh, and by the way, the outer planets will not be limited by that January. Okay, so the, the personal planets being direct and not in shadow period is a different stretch of time than all of the planets, the outer planets going direct. So the outer planets will be going direct from January 27th through May 2nd. So there will be some semblance of major forward movement and motion and support for all of your endeavors in the outer visible realms for all that time, January 27th through May 2nd. This is a very big, rare thing, okay? But as far as the personal planets, the ones that, um, you know, Mercury, Mars, and Venus, those are the ones closer to us that can go direct. They're going to be out of shadow period and retrograde only from January 21st through March 20th. So it's a smaller window. All right. So I just wanted to differentiate that. Now the eclipse season is beginning in February. Okay. So once we're in February, those big radical changes, transformation, dramatic beginnings, endings, and tests are going to be coming up. And this is featured around Aries and Libra, me versus we. Okay, so the dates of the actual eclipses in the degree info. We've got the lunar eclipse at five degrees of Libra on March 25th. Then we have the solar eclipse, April 8th, 19 degrees of Aries. So I think I answered this already, but I'm going to answer it again because some people have this question. Why are you talking about the eclipses in February if they're in March and April? It's because eclipse season starts six to eight weeks before the actual eclipses. So If you imagine a pot coming to a boil, when you first turn the flame on, you've got little bubbles, little bubbles, maybe at first, right? And as the time gets closer to the actual eclipse, it's rumbling and bumbling and boiling and, you know, possibly overflowing. So the, the, the bubbling and overflowing happens March and April, the bringing it up to a boil happens in February and the coming down from the boil happens in May. All right. So that's the best way to kind of understand this eclipse cycle. You'll see changes along line, the lines of yourself versus other people, your relationships, codependency, interdependency, <clears throat> autonomy, merging with other people. And specifically for Aquarius, this has to do with the third and ninth houses. This is teaching and learning, taking in information and putting it out, expanding your horizons, sharing and connecting with other people and having broadening experiences that balance out your day-to-day experiences. And this also rules your mobility and your transportation and your connectivity through your devices and the devices and transportation 
um, you know, mechanisms themselves. So all of these are what are, are brought up at this time. I will go into more details about how these things may manifest um, in the March and April reports, but I had to give you a heads up now because you will start to see these bubbles forming as this pot is turned on as eclipse season is opened up. Okay, so look for those big changes. Let's see. All right, so something else big, the new moon in your sign, February 9th, 20 degrees. That's going to be in your first house. We've talked extensively about the first house. This is just something else to add here. New beginnings in your physical body, in your action-orientedness, taking new steps to build your new life. All of you can get the goodies from this, but the closer you are to 20 degrees, so that's going to be birthdays around February um, 10th, and we'll say like five degrees before. So February 5th through 15th, and the closer to around the 10th, um, the more you'll get a significant impact from this. Okay. And then look out on February. So I'm going to give you a couple of dates to look out for here. If you love the dates and you want more about that, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email VIP community. And I send out my write-up with all the sweet and salty dates and how they may affect you. Um, plus lots of astrology education ops, but I'll give you a few more important dates here. February 8th and 16th, your ruler Uranus, the lightning strike, is going to be in conflict um, with two different planets. And this can be shocking. You know, you're going to have the sun square Uranus on the 8th, Mercury square Uranus on the 16th. The days around these days can bring surprises. This is very electric. This is a very electric month period because of all the Aquarian energies. Um, and so surprise news, information, shocking events, um, more anxiety and erratic behavior. All of this is very Aquarian, but when there's a conflict with the planet Uranus, this can tend to happen. So just be extra careful around that time. And extra celebration time in the days around February 7th when Venus, which rules love, beauty, money, self-esteem in earthy Capricorn, it trines now your ruler Uranus um, to bring lots of opportunities in money and love and dating and self-esteem boosts. If you love astrology and you love to follow it and you love to learn it, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com to see all of my free ways that you can do that. And I also have other ways that I can help you in deeper ways to learn astrology. Astrology education is my thing. So you can see my courses at AnnieHelpsYou.com, including my astrology certification course. It's my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Certification course. And if you think I go into lots of details in my free um, work, you should see what I do there. So if you want to learn, this is your time. If astrology is what you're obsessed about, you definitely want to check out my course. You can see it all at AnnieHelpsYou.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.